Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. Just talking about murder. Murder. <laughs> Mayhem. Oh my. Plot it all out. Lord. Lord. If only you guys knew the pain and suffering. <laughs> the pain and suffering that this cult goes through, man. Uh, all I gotta say, if you're if you're contemplating breeding, may I recommend thinking the other way? <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Go my way. Yeah, maybe take a Sandra. Take a page out of my book. No (laughs) breeding. The world has enough little bastards running around. Don't create more. You know what you need? You need an iguana. Get yourself an iguana. (laughs) I want an iguana. I do too, but I don't have enough space for an iguana. (laughs) Don't even get me started. That's a whole that's a whole other. That's a whole other headache. (laughs) Or if you're gonna do it, just be prepared. You lose all your hair and drink a lot of whiskey. <laughs> that's, that's what I learned. Yeah. I Be mean, prepared. options. Be prepared. That's the that's the lion Nazi song. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the one. That's the one. Scar sings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said what I said. Hey, speaking of drinking, Sandra. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello, my friends. I'm having Hello, in my. Oh, there's Jake. I see Jake's rump and his tail. There's a Jake booty. He's like getting all settled in for the episode. Like, ah, he tried to throw me out, but I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) I'm back, bitches. Um, I've got my lovely Sonoma County cup, which I love. I've got the seed lip herbaceous going, my favorite. I have lemon, lemon juice, sparkly water. Delicious. Reusable straw, as always, reusable straw. You're set. You're all set. It's a party. It's a party right here. I miss you guys. <laughs> Why didn't we do this all together? What the fuck were we thinking? <sighs> Good question. What the, f- what the fuck were we thinking? What the fuck were we thinking? Uh, I don't but know. That's okay. That's a, that's a, we'll get, we'll figure that out. It might've been the complete lack of communication. Whose fault was that? That we Neil? had. That I had. Oh no, I'm not blaming anyone <laughs> other than myself. I'm not. I'm no, not I'm just teasing. This it was my fault. You guys, I'm sorry. I, you know, I lost track of time. I should have spoken up. Well, maybe up. you should unlock us in your phone, and then that wouldn't be a problem. You know what I did? It wasn't. I, I just I I hit ignore because like when whenever we do a group chat and I'm busy yeah. doing something, and then I come back to it, there's like 89 messages from all Eight, of us. You know, 89 pieces of delightful literature. <laughs> you mean? And I sc- yep. I screenshot everything, by the way. So get those receipts, save those receipts, <laughs> kids. Um, what are you drinking over there? Uh, so I'm doing a uh, vodka pineapple. Going over there. Going over there. Vodka pineapple. Ooh. Vodka pineapple. I love Yum. a pineapple moment. So we don't have enough I, of those. I saw Australian comedian Jim Jeffries get fucked up on one of these one time at a show. Fucked up. <laughs> and so now you're like, I want to be like him. Not really. Ah. His money, maybe? I want your money. He was pretty funny, though. I enjoyed him quite oh, a bit. Oh, that was a great show. That was fun. Good times. Good times. Was, How about you was. over there? 
I've got the the wonderful glass that uh-huh. Sir Scott, <laughs> Sir Producer of all things Scott, has given, bequeathed mm-hmm. upon me, so I use it often. Yes. Uh, inside of it, there is the wonderful bullet rye with some fresh squeezed OJ and a couple of dollops of vanilla syrup. <gasps> what? Vanilla yes. syrup? I am treating myself tonight because of the week that it has been, so yes. I'm pampering myself. I... I want self-care. to feel pretty. This <laughs> also is self-care. Pretty. Yes, self-care. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, well, should we should we chin chin? We should, but Kim, real quick, what are we doing on the show? Before oh, we what cheer? are we doing here? We're not all just hanging out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we're well, hanging um, out, but in case uh, anyone wants to before they jump ship, them? let them know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing something pretty awesome tonight. We are saluting said producer Scott. And we are doing a movie he picked, one of his favorite movies of all time, and a cult movie through and through, Death to Smoochie. So we're going to talk about that. And before we jump into it, we're going to talk about Robin Williams, and we're going to talk about dark comedies. There you go. We're going to have fun while we do That's it. That's a show. God bless That's it. That's a cooey of a show. Cooey. <laughs> cooey. God bless America. We're doing this. Yes. Cheers. Chin chin. Oh hi! Welcome ah. back. Wow, Neil took Welcome. a big drink. Took that was a big, big gulp, gulp of that Ooh. one. I know. That was a I big hope you gulp. made yourself a double. <laughs> that that was a yeah. I did. That you're good. That was my 32 ounce 7-Eleven size whiskey. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who, may I ask, is joining us tonight? And it looks like we've got the wonderful hungry boy himself. Hungry. Hungry. Hungry posted an Easter video, which I haven't had a chance to watch yet. I don't know. Uh, So, okay. I am aware. We are aware, Hungry. I'm sorry. We're just. Yeah. Apparently, we're doing. We're just being shit (laughs) this week at communication (laughs) all the way around. It's been a weird. It's a rough start to April, kids. Yeah, April is my worst month, by the way. I absolutely despise April. I know so, why. Why? Tell, why is that? You told me this, tell and I why. remember, because I listened to you when you talk. You said you hate spring. You hate spring in general, because it is That's like true. the antithesis of Halloween. It's like the furthest right. you can get. You don't like yeah. it. No, exactly. It's like, like everything's coming back to life, and things are green he and shit. dead <laughs> you know yeah i like it better when it's going the other direction i don't know why it's bizarre but it just makes me sad yes caleb isn't the day after halloween the furthest you can get from halloween it's a vibe caleb it's a vibe <laughs> but it's still like it's fall is upon you the colors are still changing it's cool but april is like winter is officially done and you just got nothing but hot weather to look or two kind of thing. And whether in sunshine and grass and flowers and <laughs> flowers. animals. I will say my allergies have just been going crazy the last couple of weeks. And yeah, everything's then there's that warm and I'm just a sneezy, exactly. wheezy, runny, drippy, <laughs> coffee, <laughs> sexy mess. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just one big sinus. Yeah, anyway. Um, that's just Caleb in a nutshell. <laughs> so, you know, one big re- ladies, he's single. <laughs> okay, who else is with us? We have the wonderful space face Macy herself. Hello. Macy. Hello, her. 
her. Going down. And Todd. What's up, Todd? Welcome Todd, back. Our welcome back. Todd, it's been too Michael long. Michael B. Hello, Michael. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. And Laura. Hi, Laura. <gasps> oh, hi, Laura. <laughs> oh, hey, Laura. Laura Palmer. And Mindy, of course. <gasps> Mindy. Hi, Mindy. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, Mindy. That's right. She was our giveaway winner. Does she have her prizes? Do we have a picture? Oh, picture of Mindy. With her loot. Uh, Yeah. It's like like she's prom queen. She's prom queen. She's (laughs) basically called show prom prom queen. queen. She's basically called show prom queen. That's basically how that works. Oh, look at that. Yeah, Here she is, Little Miss Cold Show. Bravo. So, put a little Bravo. sash on her and boom. I know. Bravo. You got Godzilla me singing tonight, guys. I'm sorry. Scott, oh, in. that's okay. I think you should sing a lot more, actually. Really? Okay. If you want to know the, if you want to know the truth, I think you should sing more. Really? More singing? Yeah. You know what? No one's ever said that to me before. Thank you. It's usually <laughs> quite the opposite. Usually they usually throw up. rotten fruit at you. <laughs> No, I love it. You have, I, I have, I have called you the songbird of your generation, and that's the truth. I have called you that. So, I am the Cat Stevens of the eighties, baby. So. <laughs> of Dice? like eighties, eighties, cool nineties. Yeah, <laughs> right. the, it's like that little, that little connective tissue between the eighties and nineties. That's you. That's right. Yeah, I, I'm the missing link. You're saying of the eighties <laughs> and nineties. So, I got gotcha. you. Own it. Own it. Oh, fair enough. I'll take it. <laughs> um, Taking it. Hey, hey, Neil. Yeah. Why don't you tell us why you're in such a zombie fugue-like state this week? Oh, geez. Okay. It's on <laughs> so, the schedule. It's on the schedule to bring it, it up. Okay. Just remind me. I gotta. I gotta say, tell. Uh, say who else is here. I haven't. I don't want. Oh. I don't want to leave anyone out. That's all. Why don't but, you do both? Do both. Do both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Just intersplice the two. <laughs> okay. Uh, we also have Tommy Lovett joining us. Welcome, Tommy. 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 Uh, this week was crazy because, as you guys know, movie theaters are opening. So we had four locations, four or five, sorry, five locations of ours opening this week throughout the state. So madness. Yes, yeah, so they opened Wednesday, but it's just kind of the madness to get all five uh, opened. Um, Conversely, uh, we also have Mark Vision's Truth joining us in the chat. Layer it, layer it in, layer it in, <laughs> layering, baby. I'm like an onion. I'm like a, I'm like a fine French pastry, layer upon layer flaky, of butter flaky, and flaky, brown buttery. sugar. So yeah, yeah I'm just gonna go. Um, yeah. And I think that is it. Anyway, though, I think that's. I don't see Mark Vision's Truth. I don't see Pismo. So. So okay. for for uh, California, oh no, go ahead. Then we'll shout we'll shout them out if they come in. Yeah, um, and then there's also a federal grant that is out there to help the uh, shuttered venues, like live venues and museums, movie theaters, uh, that kind of thing. And that application opens for that on Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday. But the Fed and the SBA, who is administering that, administrating, excuse me, that application process is like starts kind of putting out little, here's what you need, here's some documents, here's this and that. So it's like we're scrambling trying to get all the information because it's a very huge application process. It's very, very, very important. You know, and they're saying, they're saying like, you know, if you do something wrong, we're going to decline you and you can't reapply. That's it. 
Fuck. Got it. Okay. So, so this like, is serious. You have to really get it right. Yeah, it's serious. Yeah. So it's kind of like trying to do both at the exact same time. It's been, you know, it's been very stressful. So that's all. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just, so it's been a lot of early mornings, late nights. But more importantly, movie theaters are opening up. So you guys go out there and see Godzilla versus Kong. I want to the see it. It's awesome. Support, I haven't seen it, support, but I've seen like support, little support. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask for our California yeah. listeners and viewers, what are the five that are open of, of our, our local chapter? Um, so, okay. So it's going to be three in Sonoma County for our, for ours, which is the airport in Santa Rosa, the My Roxy favorite. 14 downtown Santa Rosa. Also and good. the Summerfield Cinemas, which is the art house in Santa Rosa. My other favorite. So my right. like my top three and my favorite two. Well, there you <laughs> no go. <laughs> or basement dwelling yeah. the wrong. You're, that you're, works you're out ho- fine. Your holy trinity. Um, there you go. And then anyone who's in Ventura County, uh, we have two in Ventura County that are also opening. Uh, one in Camarillo, one in Oxnard. Todd nice. is opening, asking about Lodi. And Todd, that's up to you, man. You need to get San Joaquin County to, you know, get the, that, that countdown. You guys got to wear your masks and stop doing whatever crazy French kissing you're all doing over there. So we the, just put we just numbers. put it all on Todd? We just put this all No, it's on all Todd. Todd, yeah. Todd needs to take care of that. So, Todd's going to be Todd. like the hero Todd, of that county. Handle it. Todd, get <laughs> yeah. it done. Jesus, Todd, Todd, listen to Caleb. And all his drippiness, he knows. <laughs> I'm sick of telling you this every week, Todd, to get your act together. <laughs> Come on, Todd. <laughs> Just kidding. People support Todd. <sighs> anyway. I can't do it alone. Please, San Joaquin County. Uh, and Fresno County is just got the okay, so the, that one's going to open up in a week or two. One of our other Fresno! There, so. We have friends in anyway. Fresno. Yeah, that's well, awesome. Yeah. Well, us as the so, cult show. Yeah. We do, you're right. <laughs> so, uh, Todd, says, Todd says he's going to throat punch people for the cause. <laughs> yeah, Todd. Thank you. Thank you. That's all we can ask. Anyway. Yeah. So thank you. This is my first chance, I'll be honest, to sit down in a chair without having to run around and be on the phone and doing whatever at the same time, yelling, screaming, because everything's going wrong, <laughs> and just talking to people in a nice, in a nice way. If, so, if they call you. while you're here, like you have to put them on the air, and we will all <laughs> shame them. <laughs> I don't know. I might, I might get... I might get canceled even quicker if you guys hear the. We might be like conversation. Hey, hey, leave Neil alone. Todd, did your daughter work at the Lodi Theater? He's saying his daughter needs her job back. <gasps> did she work at Lodi Theater or a different? Oh, one? we got it. We got to get her. That job would be back. a small world if that's the case. Wow. We got to get her job okay. back. Um, she needs her gerb. She needs her gerb. <laughs> so, um. Anyway, Neil. what's going on Neil. with you, Sandra? Enough about me. Oh. Oh, me? Me? Oh, I was just going to tell you guys. I watched a movie that was scary. Ooh. Well, I mean, I don't... Creepy. I watched a creepy movie for a lot of, you know, the unjaded fan probably would be scary. I watched, and I always say this name wrong, so I want to make sure I say it right. I watched... I watched... The Dark and the Wicked... Okay. Have you guys heard of this? It um, came out in 2020, technically. And it's, uh, but I don't, I mean, I don't know if it actually came out. You know, it's one of those things. But it's um, on Shudder now. I believe it's exclusively on Shudder at the moment. And it's from the people who brought us The Strangers, which I love The Strangers. Um, and it is a 
paranormal kind of joint. It's about two adult children who um, are going home to the farm they grew up on because their dad is dying and their mom is taking care of him. And when they get to the farmhouse, they realize that something is very, very, very wrong. Something dark, something wicked. This way comes. Okay. This way comes. Okay. <laughs> um, cool. But it was, so it it was really, it? Fun. I think so. I think it was a fun, creepy, good time. Um, I don't know. I just liked it. I just liked the characters. I liked the acting. I liked the vibe of the whole piece. It's like, there's some, there's some pretty quick stuff, but it's also kind of a slow burn. You know, it's one of those, it's, I don't know. It's kind of nuanced. It just feels, it feels like familiar, but also kind of new. And I don't know that that was, it went down really nice. It went down really smooth. Um, okay. Other than that, I got a new tattoo on my leg. Wow. On my leg. Wow. I saw that. Yes. I didn't. See, on where the hell have I been? You've been busy. Looking, you've been filling out applications. Yeah. So. Doing I all bet didn't, stuff. She didn't text me. She just texted old Drippy over there and left me out of it. So. <laughs> Actually, actually, no. Me. It was it was just on Instagram. I so. just posted. Oh, okay. I just put it on the Instagram. I just I just snuck it on up there. But I'm very happy. <laughs> very happy filling out my legs. I have a lot. I have a lot of tattoos, and it's just a, what's one more? More the more the merrier. Yeah. What yeah. the hell? One one That's big happy week. family. <laughs> hey, uh, Mark. Vision's truth says that that dark and the wicked is intense. Just gets darker and darker as the movie goes. Very good. So cool. cool. I'm okay. glad you nice. enjoyed it. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Awesome. I might have to Cheers. add that one to the list. Yeah, yeah. Just watch it. Just have a good time. Just have a good time. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot right now on. Um, if anyone gets movies on iTunes, like I do, I like to go and try and buy the movies on iTunes. So I have them digitally, even if I own them on a, you know, as a hard copy, um, right. but they're having a pretty good sale right now for like four ninety nine. You can get, there's quite a, quite a uh, extensive offering right now for horror, comedy, everything. Wow. But I recommend you guys, if anyone, you guys have like to kind of grab those cheap films like I do, then uh, now's a good time to take a look. See, because for a long time they had nothing good, but there are some good horror titles and some good stuff on there. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Caleb's. What about you? What about you, Caleb? Um, you know, again, I didn't really watch a lot this week other than uh, Scott's Smooch. pick. Um, uh, I did watch uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I have been oh, watching I got, that on, I gotta on get Disney caught up Plus. on that. I got to get caught up on that. Um, and then I started a new um, trilogy, a book trilogy. Um, it's called the the Broken Broken Earth trilogy. Uh, it's called Fifth Season by N.K. Jemison. Caleb, have Caleb, you seen this? <laughs> Caleb, <laughs> <read this? laughs> I ha- it's sitting on my shelf. It's on my to be read this year pile. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got it used like two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. This, I'm, uh, so, I'm so thrilled. M.K. Jemison is huge. People just love her. I didn't know the name, but um, I'm maybe a quarter through the first book and and so far and i am very intrigued like i, I want to know where this is going so um and i this it was given to me uh by someone who had who had read them and thought i might like them so nice i thought i would put the kindle down for a little bit and like actually pick up a book something you have to turn pages on you know <laughs> like this like your finger you go 
Yes. Like that. Find a, find a bookmark. I have this old leather bookmark that I like to use and love it. Love it. I love a, a physical book. Love it. A book. There's another film coming out, uh, in the earth. Have you heard of this one coming out? Horror film. Uh, Ben Wheatley directed the guy who did kill list. No. Um, so, you know, it's going to be kind of probably, you know, a little intense, a little partially off, but uh, a little twisted, <laughs> a little twisted possibly, but it comes out uh, April. I think it's the end of April, um, okay. but it actually looks pretty good. If you check out the trailer, it looks pretty decent actually. So and it's going to hit theaters and stuff, but Ooh. it's a neon picture, neon films, but okay. it, it went to Sundance and then I guess neon picked it up and they've been waiting to get it out there. But so nice. I hear pretty good things about it. But that looks, cool. looks it's a pandemic film. Like they made it a shot during the pandemic. Um, but yeah, give it a watch. Give the trailer a watch. Give the trailer a watch. Well, right on. Otherwise, can I can I introduce you to our newest or can I introduce everyone else to our newest cult show member? Our Please. family. Who is this? <gasps> oh hi. Remember? This is this is Emma part two, Emma two. Emma too. <laughs> Emma oh too. My oh, gosh. Emma! My goodness, Emma, cover up! Wow. Jeez. Wow. Okay. Sorry. That's fine. Breathe Apologies. Breathe it. Yeah. So, yeah, our, wow. our good friend Emma from Spooky Summer Party is moving to the Great Pacific North, and uh, she's having a little yard sale. So I went to her house, and I was like, "Emma, what is that sticking out over there?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh my gosh, Neil, this is for you." So anyway. And it's got like guts and everything. Wow. It's a really cool looking piece. Yeah, it's a very nice. So it's our new we'll probably bring it to the studio next time so we can have yeah. have our friend there. But have her hanging out, literally. Anyway. <laughs> I know she told me hanging out. She she loves that. That's like one of her favorite props. And I guess she was loath to get rid of it. And she almost like did a taxi backsy and was like, <laughs> you can't have it. <laughs> That's okay. But it's okay. <laughs> Because but now I she won. lives on with us. I twisted. Maybe, I maybe, twisted her. Maybe you could share custody. <laughs> right, Bye. like she can have a nice little Say visitation. Goodbye. Bye, Emma. Too. See you soon. Anyway, what else are you gonna do, Neil? What? What? What about nothing? Um... I I told you guys everything going on in my life. So that that is well, it. Well, I this wanted week. You, I wanted you to talk to me about what's happening this week in entertainment history. Oh, that. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, yeah. This week in entertainment history. I mean, or not. Da, 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 da. Thank you, Sandra, for that. It's okay. I'm here. To, I'm here with my little taser to prod us all along. <laughs> Come on, keeping yeah. us on track. Yeah. Okay. Not this that I'd week. ever do that to an animal, but yeah, or you. Never. But to me, yeah, it's a different story. Okay. April first, nineteen ninety, WrestleMania six. For all you wrestling fans, wrestling me. fans. That's me. Yeah. The Ultimate Warrior beats Hulk Hogan for the heavyweight belt. Love it. I love must Ultimate have been Warrior. Shocking. I, I don't know. Was Hulk Hogan a bad guy at that point yet? Um, he, I don't remember if he was a heel <laughs> at that point or not. But I okay. love the Ultimate Warrior. So Do you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you know that April 2nd, 1989, WrestleMania 5 happened? <laughs> and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> that makes sense. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he, he he beat Randy, ooh yeah, Macho Man <laughs> Savage for the, whatever, heavyweight <laughs> belt. Yeah, the title, so, yeah, okay, the cool, title. There right you go. on. 
Right on. Go go Hulk on that one. Probably so more apparently, of a Hulk uh, than a... WrestleMania happens sometimes in early April, apparently. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And you know what? In a couple of years, it's going to be in L.A. Producer Scott and I are going because we went when last time I was in California and we love WrestleMania. Gotta go. Gotta go. Really? Wow. Okay. Road trip. Road trip. Okay. Also, April 2nd, which is today's date. This is actually kind of fitting. Did you guys know that in 1902, the first full-time movie theater in the United States opened in Los Angeles, California? Los Angeles? It was called the Electric Theater. Wow. How cool is is that? That's really fitting in the reopen and the whole thing. It is. Yeah. I thought that poetic. was kind of that For was sure. kind of poetic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, April second, nineteen sixty-eight, two thousand one, premiered in Washington D.C. at the Uptown Theater. How appropriate! We're wow. talking about um, some of producer Scott's favorite movies. That's one. Two thousand one. Okay. Uh, for you, Star Wars fans, I know there's a few of you out there. April second, nineteen fourteen, the birthday of Alec Guinness. Oh. Sir Obi Wan himself. Cheers. Actually, he was Sir Alec Guinness, right? He became, he was knighted. He was, he was yeah. knighted, yeah. Uh, finally, April 2nd, 1954, Ron Palio was born, otherwise known as Horseshack from Welcome Back, Kata. He used to go, ooh, 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 like that. So, oh, like if you watch the show, you know. I you know. haven't watched the show. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, <laughs> yeah. I forgive you. So. I know someone the in the chat is going to go, oh, yeah, welcome back. Exactly. Yeah, I've so. heard the theme song. That's what I, because I know John Travolta was on that, right? Travolta, mm-hmm. yep. That was the John Travolta one? Okay. That was it. Anyway, uh, that's it. That's the end of this week. And this week was Pointless Entertainment History. <laughs> so there you go. Pointless. Pretty random. Pretty, pretty random. random. Uh, and then finally, new subscriber alerts. We got Bloodsport1. The sick David name, I love it. Altig and James Brooking. Welcome, love, welcome, welcome. Love it. Yeah. Welcome, friends. Love, it. love you. Thank, Thank you very much. Love you. Thank you. Oh, and Michael, by the way, sorry, Michael B. pointed out, and he's completely correct, that Ron Palillo was the very first victim in Friday the 13th, Part 6. So he's Was right. he really? He was, yeah. yes. He got, his heart, he got his heart punched out, basically. Wow, I wouldn't have made that connection to who that was. The more you know. Do 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 do. All right. All right. Let's start talking. Dark comedy. Let's start talking. Sandra. Okay. So you may have noticed here at the cult show, we have what you would call a rather dark sense of humor. And believe it or not, we really tone it down <laughs> for <laughs> like our shows because amongst ourselves, it gets a little, a little darker. Like, you know, to the to a point, to a point, right? Where people who don't have dark humor would probably be real concerned. So there's that. Yeah. Um, just saying. So, so just saying. So we like dark comedies, and the thing about dark comedies is they tend to also not be just that genre. They're usually also kind of action. They're also kind of dark dramedies or horror. I, I noticed when I was kind of like looking and thinking about some of my own favorites, a lot of people consider like horror comedy dark comedy too which for me there's a little bit of a line there but i can see the bleed over i mean yeah i mean everything's just kind of marketing right like so 
there's some wiggle room within that. But Death to Smoochie, which we're going to talk about, is a very, very, my cat's here, is a very dark comedy. Um, so we wanted to talk about some of our favorites. And since it's starring the late, great Robin Williams, who we all miss so much, we, oh my God, she must spilt my drink. She's going to join. She loves Death to Smoochie, so she wants to be here for this. Man she is her, uh, she's her father's daughter. Um, <laughs> Filling your drinks? Yeah. And yeah, be, look, she's getting all comfy. Oh, Robin Williams, Death to Smoochie, let's talk about it. Um, and Robin Williams. And also, again, this is a very producer Scott heavy episode here. He is one of the biggest Robin Williams fans on the planet, which a lot of people may not know about him. So I I assume he's going to jump in here with some stuff, but let's kick it off with some of our uh, our dark comedies that we love. Did you guys have a few you wanted to share with the class? Of course. Let Caleb talk. I've done talk too much. You know, I, I I made a list. I wasn't exactly sure like how we were doing this, so I probably no have rules. like twenty that I wrote down. That I Jesus. Liked, okay, so. that's a lot. <laughs> wow. I Good. I want to hear these. I have like well, 10. And then that's the whole thing. It's sort of like, you know, is it a dark comedy? Is it not? Is it, you know, so like right off the bat, the first thing I wrote down was Dr. Strangelove. Definitely um, a dark comedy. You know, uh, that was one of my comedy <laughs> Survey <picks>. says. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, that, that is probably my favorite Kubrick film. Um but, you know, I mean, we've talked about how I feel about The Shining. And, you know, all, we, all have so, some, we all have some so Kubrick we feelings. we get into that. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pulp Fiction? I'm yes, going no? to interject there and say that pretty much every Quentin Tarantino is a dark comedy. But that's my favorite. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. You know, why I didn't But I mean, truly, that's, he, um, he definitely, like... He he leans heavily into that. Of course, he always blends in his westerns and his thises and his that's. But right. he's like the he's definitely a dark comedy guy. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, some lighter. I, I don't want to say lighter, but um, better off dead uh, about a kid with John Cus John Cusack. Oh yeah. Um, it's it's. It's soul is a lot lighter, but I don't know. Going back and watching that now, there are some pretty dark themes in there. Um, that movie probably has been canceled for some things, too. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll just move on to that. Um, <laughs> but it's there. American it's Psycho. There. A movie we just definitely about a couple a month ago. However, a <laughs> <laughs> month ago, a year ago, whatever. Um, ooh, what, 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 what do I want to give you? What? Falling Down. Uh, this is a movie that Neil and I, I like. um, both really enjoy. Neil Neil seems to be thinking dark comedy or not. It's uh, Michael yeah, Michael, that's a good, that's Michael a... Douglas and uh, Robert Duvall and Barbara Hershey. Oh, wow. um, I like those about, people about a guy that just kind of loses it on his way to work and he <laughs> 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 goes and has an adventure. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> through through Los Angeles. <laughs> it's a great not, film. I'm not seeing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. um, dark comedy. Interesting, Caleb. I got to rethink that. Then okay, I got to think about that. Yeah, it's, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I, I I'm not exactly sure. You know. Um, <laughs> anyway, give me some of your picks, and we'll we'll 
<laughs> we'll hash it out. How's that? Yeah. Do you want to go next? Neil, All right. Let me go. Um, I'll, I'll go. How's that? You go. You go, Neil. I go, boy. Um, one of mine would probably be tops would be a uh, gross point blank. I'm I, saying it's a, a dark comedy because it involves hitman and murder. That's yeah. pretty. Yeah. So, but it's a comedy. One of my one of my faves. Um, I see these ones. I'm I'm it's gonna okay. list them because just do I it. I find that they're they're funny. But like you, Sandra, I'm kind of like, well, I don't know if it really is a dark comedy because it's just kind of funny to me. But like Shaun of the Dead and Slither, they're you know horror comedies. I don't know that they're dark. But yeah, comedies but they definitely like, right. Yeah, it's that weird line. Right, like to you and yeah. me, like we just think they're funny. But other people might think because of the gore or the subject matter that they're dark comedies. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm oh, I'm crying. I'm calling the <laughs> ambulance for those people. <laughs> I know. No, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, I have Bad Santa on here. Oh, definitely that. dark so, comedy. Yeah, yeah. That franchise. I mean, and my final one I have listed here. I don't. I don't know if this is a dark comedy or so, but uh, Big Lebowski. Oh, you know, it's, I, it's definitely fun about it. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's got some very dark moments. I mean, I would, I would say it's a dark comedy. I I don't really think of it as it, but technically, right. yeah. Like to me, I think are. of a dark comedy is something like, you know, that really is dark in nature. Like, and yeah. you're not supposed to. In theory, most normal folks wouldn't really find the levity in that movie. And <laughs> yes. that's what some of us who do that would be a dark comedy, you know. But yeah. Anyway, that's what um, I got. I think that's awesome. So on my list, I have Heather's movie I love very much. Um, I have Fargo. Fargo. I, I have Fargo, Fargo down. Fargo, yeah. yeah. For sure, yes. Definitely. Ready or Not, which I loved. That one's definitely in the in the horror comedy right, realm. Yeah. But some of the, some of the stuff is pretty dark in it. And it's a pretty gory film, too. So yeah. I think it skews a little darker than some horror comedies. Um, Jennifer's body, kind of the same thing, pretty dark skewing. Um, and I don't know if this is actually dark or not, but it's kind of it's meta, meta dark, which would be the Truman Show. <laughs> you know, because it's like it's it's such a fucked up concept of keeping like, a person, okay, like you know, ignorant. Yeah. And then against his will when he does Yeah, and make yeah, it like a reality TV yeah. show about them. Right. Yeah. Um, I also had uh, Happy Death Day, which I haven't seen the sequel yet, but I liked the first one. Um, okay. I think The Cabin in the Woods actually is another one that kind of straddles that horror comedy dark that comedy line, yeah. line. And you know what else I was thinking? I kind of consider Knives Out dark comedy, too. Oh, yep. I mean, you know, there's a murder yeah. that is, yeah. but it's very funny. It's very <laughs> trying to funny. be solved. So yeah, yeah. Um, that one, so, that one also yeah. crossed my crossed my mind. Crossed your mind. What else? Anybody? Uh, oh, um, yeah, Todd. So Todd is saying, "Brain Dead" from New Zealand, which of course we all know is dead alive. Totally good choice. Love Definitely. that movie. Nice. Yeah. Um, I had. Uh, Greasy Strangler. Uh, Greasy Strangler. Yeah, I mean, that movie is so absurd and bizarre. <laughs> Let's call it a dark comedy. Why the fuck not? Uh, 
I mean, yeah. it is. No, it is. It is dark. I mean, it's dark. I, I, it's that dark. movie can yeah. be whatever it wants to be. Yeah, it's just it can grow it's up lovely. And be a fireman. <laughs> it can be whatever it wants to be. Yeah, an astronaut. <laughs> that, <laughs> that movie can achieve whatever it wants. Free drinks. Kind of the free drinks. <laughs> free drinks. Kind of the same thing with Come to Daddy too, which I think is a good dark comedy as well. Just nice and dark okay. and kind of mm. absurd. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, I had. Train spotting on my You know, that one crossed my mind too. But for me, it's so much more of a dramedy. I don't know. But again, it's just this is semantic. It's just, I yeah, mean, I'm not going to die on that it's, hill. Yeah. Um, I had Brazil. Oh, I love Brazil. Yeah, movie yep. I, I watched probably just within the last year, I think. We should do an episode on um, Brazil. Would y'all like that? Y'all want to talk about Brazil? Yeah. I'd, I'd watch. Yeah. People um, and then home. I had uh, seen Neil make that face when we talk about that. Brazil. That might be one of those films where where you <laughs> guys would have to might to- hopefully change my mind on it. You know, he just Ooh. for the for people who who don't have the visual, <laughs> Neil just made a really big frown and kind of like nodded his head side to side and, in well, a very non committal like yeah. non committal gesture. <laughs> Um, kind of like the, do, do, do my does my butt look big in these jeans mm, you know, kind of back it's like, and don't, forth. don't you want it to look big <laughs> i think yeah. the kids do i Ain't know i do wrong with big right just saying just saying just saying <laughs> um uh, oh yeah yeah sorry i didn't mean to cut you off did you have more I no so i'm saying Sandra, you haven't gone yet or is caleb going still honey um, i've gone oh okay, you, you did all yours did all mine no okay sorry okay i know i'm the one with the big list this time i'm the one with uh, he say, has like hey, 30 films come, on come, come up with five and i came with 20 <laughs> <laughs> i love it what else you got uh, the last one in bruges with uh colin farrell and uh brendan gleason never seen didn't see it, it it's a good movie <laughs> y'all should check it out that's a good Let dark comedy think. i think it's a good dark y'all. comedy. yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, I love it. Um, good old Dusty says reanimator, which certainly yeah, has been called I would say, again. Yeah. Yeah. Horror, yeah. I'm I yeah, and it is funny. I mean, of course, that's dead details later. Everybody loves that. And of course yes. the head with that jack. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's yes. funny. With, I don't know. I'm sorry. With know. the what? Yeah, the who? <laughs> oh, oh that. <laughs> That one. Is yeah. that what he does? Right. He does that little chompy sound. <laughs> I've been wondering for 35 years, like, what the heck is he doing? That's what it is. I got you. Subtitles and it just, <laughs> they don't nail no. it. No. <laughs> you know what it is? It's because I myself am a chattering head. So I speak that language. Well, then, you too, Sandra, should get a job in a sideshow. So <laughs> that's. For all you reanimator fans, that's reanimator. Okay. 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 Um, Well, while people are still kind of chiming in, should we talk a little bit about the man of the hour, Robin Williams? Yes. Why not? So obviously, we mentioned that producer Scott, huge, huge fan. What you guys, Robin Williams fans? What's some of your favorites? Yeah. What's some of your? You know what? When someone asks me, Robin, Robin Williams, I immediately go to the world according to Garb same that's like my, i haven't yeah. seen that same. yeah oh. um this was it was it's kind of interesting because when i was thinking about it like when i'm looking um to get my comedy itch scratched like robin williams isn't the 
right. movie wise, he's not the person I go to, you know, the movies of his that I like are, you know, world according to Garp, Fisher King, um, of course, the bird cage, um, which is a comedy, but you know, there's yeah. also a, some dramatic you know, a, stuff, an, an issue that they're dealing with, you know, yeah. um, of course, I think about Dead Poets Society. I think about um, Captain, my Captain, Awakenings. This like movie that I don't really know how many, <laughs> very few people may have seen with Robert De Niro. Um, Goodwill Hunting, of course. Um, yeah. So yeah, like you kind of go for the dramedies a yeah, little. His, his. I mean, he's a phenomenal actor. He really is. Like he doesn't have to just do comedy. Um, yeah. And and and. My favorites of his are not comedies, you know? Yeah. You appreciate his range. And I appreciate that. And I, I like a lot of those films too. I will say the bird cage is my favorite. If you've been around for a while, you know, that's like my favorite comedy of all time. I adore the bird cage. Um, and I love him in that. And I love him and Nathan Ling's chemistry. I think it's just magical. It's yeah. just magical. It just jumps right off the screen. Um, as a child of the 90s, my list is kind of the what you would expect. And I have no shame in that. Uh, the Mrs. Doubtfires, <laughs> Jumanji, Aladdin, Hook, you know, I I love it. I love it. And they make me laugh. They make me they make me cry. They make me ugly cry. Um, I uh that's not true. I don't cry. Um, but <laughs> like all of those things. I had a couple others on there. Like I know a lot of people kind of love this one. It's a little dark. Um, one hour photo. Yeah. You guys have seen that. One, he one really... hour photo. Insomnia is another kind of dark yeah. One. insomnia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a super random, super random one. But I don't. I haven't really talked about this. But I am a fan of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Only Special Victims Unit. I can never get into any other Law and Order. And there's an episode from way back in Season 9 called Authority that has Robin Williams in it as a guest star. And it's phenomenal. It's so phenomenal. And producer Scott had not seen that one. And it came on recently. And I'm like, oh, you got to watch this one. And I think <laughs> it's all on Hulu right now, too. So you can check it out. Wow. There are like okay. 30, 37 seasons to go through. <laughs> yeah, but you it's you know, there's not like it's a meta plot or something, so you can just hop on in there, watch that Robin Williams, and then skedaddle if you gotta. Okay. Huh. I think there's 20, okay. 21 or 22 seasons. Yeah. A lot. Wow. There's a lot. Well, I'd have to you kind of had to be if, there. If Scott hasn't seen World According to Garb either, you two should check that one out. Yeah. yeah. I believe you guys has. would like it. Yeah. It's pretty, so. uh, very heavy it's heavy but it's and it's deep and it's got a lot of a lot of going on i mean with trans i guess mm-hmm. what is it trans not even transgender i guess he i can't remember john Lithgow's <sighs> in it and he plays oh, john like, yeah i, I mean i guess you know, transgender I, I think i can't remember now is, but they just didn't have the they had the terminology maybe yeah yeah um anyway like, I, don't, I, I don't know if, you know yeah, and then and there's a whole like there's a, a w- women's equal ERA kind of thing going on, I think, type mm-hmm. of deal. And Love that. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in this movie going on. So wow. it's a really good it it's was a based really on a good movie. A book <laughs> from like the late seventies. Um but it's it's a, yeah, it's a heck of a film. So yeah. That's a that's well, an, it's another one of those movies that that Neil took 
poor little sheltered <laughs> Caleb's hand and sat him down and said, here, watch this. <laughs> and, and your mind was blown and your heart grew Absolutely. three sizes? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's I bestow really upon special. you, Garp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was a great bestowal. Bestowal? 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 I love that. Caleb, you get this movie that sounds really progressive and heartening. I got the greasy strangler from Neil. So I just want to say, like, that's that's our relationship. Yeah. Greasy Strangler can be whatever it wants to be, though. So there is yeah. no winner or loser in, in this story. There's not a loser when you're talking about Greasy Strangler. It's just impossible. <laughs> or World According to Garp. So. <laughs> the Greasy Strangler is to Sandra as World <laughs> According to Garp <laughs> is to Caleb. And you know what? There is that really weirdly touching, heartwarming scene between father and son and the Greasy Strangler. It's a dramedy. It it's is. fine. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of great parts in that film that bring a tear to my eye. So many tears. So many mostly tears. free drinks. Um, did you guys? Did you guys notice how I did not put um, "Get Out" on my dark comedy list? <laughs> yeah, because I think we were all kind of like the record scratch sound. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's not. I, I, I still disagree, but I yeah. just did that for you. But now I I'm bringing it, it up, saying like, but you're it's on it my up. List, but I didn't I, say it. So. There is definitely <laughs> humorous parts to that movie. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Oh, yes, Neil. Would you like us to no. talk about the smooch? Oh, I was. I want to. I want to get. Yeah, I want to get Scott involved soon with his. I want to. I want to see what you know. What we get out of him? <laughs> how much? Well, how much yelling is there going to be? Well, I here. Know. Let's do this. Let me just kind of summarize the film briefly, and sure. then how we all weigh in. Let's have producer Scott weigh in first. Yes. And uh, there you kind go. of stay stay on the line. Producer Scott, are are you on the line? Are you here? I am. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So, okay. Long time producer, first time caller. Friends come in all sizes. That's a fact. It's true. <laughs> so I will say I, it is a shame that anyone watching or listening to this episode did not get to watch this with producer Scott because he will even if you didn't like this movie i think he would make you like it because you know when it's like so contagious when somebody's so deliriously happy and laughing at something that's him with death this moochie i love this movie okay. so much yeah this is kind of his alpha his omega okay so this is a film from way back in 2002 it's a long long time ago uh Ooh. and you know what's kind of timely it came out on march 29th 2002 which was just the I other saw day. that a couple days yeah. ago. Yeah. So yeah. this was directed by cult show favorite Danny DeVito. We all love that man. Love it. He hasn't directed a whole ton of stuff, but he directed this, and it was written by Adam Resnick. This is the story of Rainbow Randall. Uh, is it Randall or Randolph? Randolph. It's Randall. Randolph. Randolph. Okay. Randolph. I used it interchangeably in my notes. Hi, Jake. Um, Rainbow Randolph is a popular kids TV show host until a scandal gets him fired and replaced by Smoochie the Rhino. Uh, so now Rainbow Randolph is out to get revenge on the squeaky clean Smoochie. So, of course, Rainbow Randolph is played by Robin Williams. 
and Edward Norton plays the titular rhino. Titular. This is a dark comedy with horror with horror themes. No, with crime noir themes. So the yeah. first time I watched this movie, I want to I want to set the scene for where I was in my okay, movie close watching your eyes, experience. Everybody. So close your eyes. I grew up on Aladdin and Hook, and of course Mrs. Doubtfire. I you know I didn't watch movies like this um, until way too late in my life. So this was like my first dark comedy and I had never seen anything <laughs> like this in a film. And I had, and I'd never seen Robin Williams like this in a film. And I just, I, I couldn't believe that, that this, this lovable man <laughs> would, would be this. <laughs> and uh, it introduced me to a stand up after that as well, which is, incredibly raunchy and incredibly uh sometimes dark yeah, yeah very dark um i i love this film so much because not only did it mean a lot to me just as as a movie watching person it's you know it led me into watching um quentin tarantino films and and things like that but it's it's one of those films where you have a group of just amazing actors amazing talent that are all there because they just really like the idea. They really like the director. They just, they're clearly having a lot of fun being there. Oh yeah. You got Harvey Firestein, Kathleen Keener going in there. I think that's well put Scott about your relationship with Smoochie. <laughs> and I am not prepared to hear what you all think about it. Sandra, I know a little bit Caleb in particular I, Caleb, I feel like you would love it. I hope that you would love it because you and I have similar tastes and I'm going to be heartbroken if you didn't. But but it's true. Yeah. Fire away. Fire away, Caleb. All right. So I saw this movie yesterday for the very first time and I liked it. I did like it. I did not oh, love it, but I okay. liked it. Um, Will you take that, Producer Scott? I'll take it. Is that okay? I'll take it. Yeah. No, I didn't hate it. It, it. Just seeing Robin Williams now and like knowing just all the pain that he was going through and, you know, like the that trope of the sad clown and, you know, like the drug addiction and the, you know, wanting love. HBO had an awesome, awesome, awesome documentary on him. If you haven't so seen good. it, I cannot recommend it enough. Um, it's, it's so good. Um, and his character is, he's off. He's got a problem. You know, he, he blames <laughs> Smoochie for this thing that Smoochie was not involved in in yeah. any way whatsoever. He know? totally did it. He did the thing that he's in trouble for. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but I did enjoy it a lot. Um, but I am open for you to change my mind, Scott. So. You know, here we go. Let's see what happens. Neil, magic. you're up. I'm up. Well, Scott didn't say he cared about what I had to say. I, I do care, <laughs> but I and then I, I see for you, Neil, like you and I, you have more similar tastes to Sandra. So I'm kind of expecting you to have a similar take to Sandra. Um, I will be, of course, delighted if you loved it. Okay. Well, rubbing hands together. Um, 
I would probably put this on the meter of probably, I would say probably love. I actually probably love this film. Yay! You're, yeah. you're, as I spike, you're, as I spike the audio. <laughs> like, you're, you're ramping towards love. You're ramping like towards I, love. I, like I watched it. I, you know, I'll be honest. I can't remember if I watched this film or not when it first came out. Like I, I, I was like, this looks like something I would have watched, but I just can't remember. At that point, I uh, the two the early very early two thousand are kind of blur, you know all the all the speed balls and the and the alcohol just kind of did me in. But, yeah, so we all know. Yeah, we know. You know how that was. You know how that goes. Yeah. But um, no, read about it in his kidding. memoir. Yeah, it's all in there. So, but <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I watched it and when I was done, I was I was actually thinking I might watch it again, like right away. Oh because, yes, wow. yeah. Oh Neil, you're bringing so, so much joy. I praise. Oh, Neil, I'm so happy. Yes. No. He said, "Caleb, you're dead to me." Neil, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, I worked so hard last week to make Scott happy, and now you know, do this week. You never know. You never know. I might become another another notch in his bedpost. (laughs) Thanks for his fickle heart. (laughs) No, I thought this film. I thought it was very well directed by Danny DeVito. Like it felt the film felt like chaotic, but at the same time, you know, you know that it had, a, it was very controlled because a lot of the cinematography was very, um, you know, well done. Lots of light. Deliberate. Lots of you deliberate. Thank you. Lots of use of cookies, um, which are like shadow effects and things they do. Um, lots of, there's a lot of cool stuff that Danny DeVito likes to do in his films. Um, and this, it was very strong in here that he used so it was i liked that part um i thought there was some really great i mean the musicals and the dancing and they did just enough of letting robin williams be robin williams in that sense where caleb was saying that you feel sorry for him like in the scene in the park where he's where he after uh smoochie gets the whole nazi the whole nazi thing happens to him and then he's just like in the park dancing on the park benches and having a good old time and everything I mean, it was yeah. just enough of, like, Robin Williams being his old self. You know what yeah. I mean? That it was, I don't know, I just thought it was perfect. Like, it was, he, they, did, they, didn't con- they didn't have a stranglehold on Robin the entire time, which became a thing at one point where he didn't get to do what we fell in love yeah. with him for. You know right. what I mean? But it didn't go overboard at the same time. So, yeah, yeah he's got some... A lot about this. He's got some Cartman vibes, Robin Williams, in, the, in this movie. Um, I will say I liked this much more the second time I saw it than the first. I don't know what I was expecting the first time I saw it, but it didn't work out. I talked <laughs> like, it up a lot. I talked it up yeah, a lot when it, I showed it to you the first time. It's it's hard. Anytime something is like somebody's favorite of something, you know, you're kind of like, it was one of those where I was kind of like waiting for the laugh, like, and then it was like beats of me not laughing. And then I'm like, oh, I feel bad. I think I should be laughing now. But and, and I just didn't know about the kind of absurd kind of wacky tone of the film. But it is so deliberate. It's totally deliberate. And you'll hear a lot of people talk about how undervalued this film is. You know, like it's it's like I said, it's definitely a cult film. A lot of people who are into it kind of the code word is, you know, kind of like how with Greasy Strangler, we say like free drinks and stuff. They'll say like safari, you know, because like, it's like in the little inside joke, right? I appreciate Danny DeVito's, you know, commitment to making the film, the films that he wants to make. It's kind of like Rob Zombie in that way, right? Where it's like, this is the film I want to make. 
and people will get it or they won't get it. Um, I also, of course, appreciate Robin's commitment. And Edward Norton is so goddamn committed <laughs> in this he role. Is. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I I know um, I like Edward Norton. That's another one of Scott's favorite actors. So this is really just like in Danny DeVito. So this is really just like it was like made for Scott. Like <laughs> this power house. It's such an incredible cast. I mean, really, there, there's is. not that for something that's so almost art house to have a cast like that is unheard of. Right. I love the soundtrack of this movie, too. It's like it's it's mm-hmm. real out there. It's like super out there. Um, my first note right off the bat, 10 out of 10 would wear the rainbow Randolph outfit. Full stop. Okay. Makeup, hat, shoes. I even wore my glasses that kind of like match. Okay. The look. It's a look and it's for me. Why not? Take it. Can you do First the same note, the dancing? All the all the quick step dancing and everything me involved? Time. <laughs> the the monkey can be taught, people. I'll get there. <laughs> um, um, I was getting major college emission scandal vibes with this right. yeah. <laughs> as well yeah. because it was like instead of getting your kid into college with like pretending they're on the road team it was like they get a spot like you know like up front and like front. dancing and stuff yeah right yeah that's pretty so, you know that's like a becomes a major <laughs> federal crime apparently by paying to get your kid up front on a kid yeah kid that, tv show that's actually not something that never really occurred to me until this watching of it it's like what he was doing i don't know if that's illegal right <laughs> well the the only illegal thing he's doing is if he's not reporting it on his taxes true which i'm sure he wasn't so. yeah yeah <laughs> but i don't the know if tax evasion necessarily yeah. gets you kicked off of a show Kill- children's show yeah <laughs> depends what's in your yeah you, in got, your, you, gotta, your, you gotta be yeah, a good influence I, to those contract. children you gotta make sure yeah. pay your taxes kids <laughs> is there did they yeah, but, still I, make... but i also don't oh, know yeah. that 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 uh children's show hosts get the status that they do in this show either so you know. i was gonna say too like are they do they still make shows like these where there's someone in a costume or a funny outfit and they like sing with the kids yeah. i feel like that died at some point i i don't know when though but I don't know, Caleb, you have a young child. I have kids and they do not watch anything like that. Nor Is it even they, on? Now, nor do they ever watch anything like that. So, <laughs> Like I when I was really a kid, there was Barney? When, like, well, yeah. yeah. I, I think it really went away when like uh, computer, computer CGI became yeah. cheaper and easier to do. Uh, yeah. Because you have a lot of kids shows like that that, that are clearly made you know, very quickly, very cheaply, and to say nothing of the quality of the show itself, but it's a lot easier to just get some voice actors and some, you know, people in front of a computer making some animations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some cable access, like, kids shows out there, and (laughs) I want to hear about it. Um, What about Jon Stewart sporting that Caesar haircut? (laughs) Oh my god. I have that note. (laughs) Of course you do! got that caesar man going can we talk about john stewart <laughs> you know we're gonna it reminds me of matthew broderick and lady hawk and lady hawk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
Yes, it is the same energy. That's that same energy. And remember, like, um, because I've obviously t- Caesar maybe like made it, like originated it. But remember George Clooney had George that. George Clooney. No, that was and, a thing. A lot of people have that haircut. And at least <laughs> one member of a boy band circa that era always had that haircut too. It's like Brian and the Backstreet Boys, JC and Insane. Oh Jesus! Probably you know every, probably everybody in ninety eight degrees. <laughs> this is when I was a child, sir. Of course, I know their names. Um. Oh my God. So the first point I really lulled in this movie is that Smoochie has his regular Friday night gig at the methadone clinic. <laughs> yes. Um, and I just, yeah. I love, I, I love how Edward Norton is so earnest in his portrayal in, in this movie. He's just, he's just like so incredibly nice, which is kind of like the whole point, right? That like right. he has like this untarnishable, kind of record um mm-hmm. but i i don't know just we'll get you off that smack oh yes we will <laughs> it's so and it, sweet and he knew but he knew everyone though there too he would be like talking yes, to did. certain people yeah. and they're like you know, yep yeah it's, it's stitches um, yeah. No, and that's the thing he really cares like he yes. you know i don't know he's cares about yeah. the kids the programming well, he's a, the high fructose corn a person, syrup. A person doesn't exist, but yeah. well, you know what he he had he had a producer Scott upbringing. Clearly, is what yes, it is. He did because yeah. there's a line where um they talk where I think someone when when um when he's in the car uh, with Robin Williams who's driving him to the Nazi thing again, right. and they say something about uh, Randolph being a uh, he's like you know oh Robin Williams is impostering. Well, at that point he's like different. Different nationalities or whatever. He's going, going he's like Australian, the, Scottish. Yeah, like, it kind of yeah. keeps going around, but he's like, I oh, hear he's a pillow biter. And then and Never Norton says, I'm not aware of a sleeping disorder. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It was just precious. It was precious. So it is. And it's kind of a little bit of uh, Mr. Rogers, mm-hmm. you know, who was like super wholesome. Mr. Rogers, I mean, obviously, we all kind of know he was really kind of incredible dude <laughs> like you know looking back at it he was really cool um i, I don't know it just like the the things he did he was very progressive he was queer too which a lot of people don't know which is awesome Who um was? mr sorry. rogers yeah oh roger okay sorry yeah and like i don't know so it's just kind of that same sort of like you can't hate him you can't hate mr rogers you can nope. hate the puppets especially <laughs> lady louise no, come on. Comment down below if you were also traumatized by those puppets. King Friday. All of them. <laughs> For me, it was a trolley. That trolley scared the crap out of me. So Did it really? I don't know. Ding, ding. Here comes the trolley. Ah, trolley yeah, because they're again. taking you away to the scary-ass land of puppets. <laughs> I could have done what it was. All, I could have done with all the humans. I remember this when I was a little kid, but... Things got weird in the puppet world because there was also full size people with puppets. Lady Lady Elaine, Lady Elaine is that the Lady Elaine Fairchild? Is that the really creepy puppet I'm thinking of? Got the red nose, wears a little red sweater. Fuck! I Something will post like pictures on social media. Of <laughs> I'm that realizing drama. I know that I watched Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. I remember very little of it. Up clearly, <laughs> you blocked it. <laughs> I, I remember must have very little it of out. it too. <laughs> yeah. The thing that always got me was the shoe change. Like, oh yeah 
I'm like, why are you changing your shoes? But now as an adult, but now as an adult, I have inside (laughs) shoes and outside shoes. Now now I do get it. (laughs) Right? You have like your nice, soft, comfy shoes. And you know what? They're cleaner too. If you only wear them in the house, they're really clean. Yeah. And and Neil, the cardigan, I mean, we're preaching to the choir. There you go. Yep. That's where I got it from, baby. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers, all day, every day. Mr. Rogers, all day long, son. You know who had real success from that is Daniel Tiger. He's got his own spinoff, and he's an animated (laughs) tiger now. And, like, he's done real well. He's done real well for himself. He's a good good tiger doing that. He's doing the anime karate stuff now. I've seen, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's busy. He's, you know, the nostalgia boom. It all comes back around. (laughs) It comes back. Um. By the way, there's nothing wrong with eating soy dogs, and I commend him for that. <laughs> I love that. There is nothing wrong with loving animals in the environment that makes you a strong person, not a weak, lame person. So, so I, you I, know I, what? Everybody <laughs> get on our level. I, I, what's What's amazing, though, is back in 2001, 2002, when this came out, like soy dogs, uh, alfalfa, um and especially like gluten-free buns that wasn't really yeah. a thing then and you right. know like like there's it was some, underground that like his whole character is actually a little ahead of his time like i, I no, very yeah. much so because yeah. i was thinking like when he said gluten-free i was like i don't think i would have even known what that is mm-hmm. what's a gluten back then you, said. you know yeah yeah what's gluten yeah, I mean that that's, stuff that, used to be hard to find too. That's a new freaking band out of Seattle. That's a new <laughs> <laughs> <It's> gluten. <laughs> Aren't they a grunge band? Gluten, mm-hmm. gluten free, gluten, gluten free. So, so, um, so he, uh, <laughs> oh, so, oh, go ahead. I was yes. saying something else about this movie, and, and Neil brought it up. Is is the direction of this? There, there's a part of it that that comes off like a really high budget student film. Uh, especially noticeable, like yep. any of the scenes with Harvey Weinstein or Weinstein. Yeah. Oh no, yep. uh, Har- Harvey Firestein. Firestein. <laughs> Where are you going, Scott? Keep it above the belt, Scott. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything with Harvey Firestein, like most of his scenes, he's never filmed straight on. He's filmed in a mirror. Right. He's filmed through a piece of glass. He's filmed in shadow. A, yeah. And there's all these tricks that he does. There's a there's a great transition when um, Tommy, the the head of the Irish mob, is explaining what she did, and she just kind of walks over to uh, the left and just transitions into this whole different scene that is like yeah. one of the yep. one of the cleanest transitions I've ever seen. And the, the film is just full of stuff like that. That yeah. The, I, you know, as kind of a little bit of a film nerd now, I really appreciate like all of those little tricks that he threw in there just because it was fun. I appreciate you um, bringing that up because that's that's huge. And also, if you are if you can see us right now, there is a battle of the cats going on (laughs) behind Neil and I for for cat adorable supremacy. And um, it's good. That's how every episode of this show should be. It's just some adorable critter in the background. Um, I'm also go. glad, Scott, that you Round brought up Tommy. Fight. The, <laughs> Tommy and the, the Irish gangsters are like my favorite part of the film. I think they're <laughs> so funny. So, so funny. And um, what's his name? Is it Spinner? Spinner. Spinner. <laughs> Fantastic. Spinner. I love it. They bury him with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what's that actor's name? 
Michael Ripoli. Ripoli, yeah, something like that. He's yeah, funny. To me, he, to me, he's always like the landlord in uh, while you were sleeping. But um, yeah, just him yes, banging on the banging on the cowbell. And yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> he was great. So good, and yeah, I just I just love that. Um, also, <laughs> I hadn't heard this in um, an acronym in a while. Halt! I love halt. I highly endorse halt. If you are feeling off, hungry angry lonely or tired it's actually a real thing and i promise you the next time you're like mad or having a bad day or something halt and identify which one of those you are work through it that's how you stay so zen like me Uh (laughs) aha obviously (laughs) that's the trick all right halt i'm gonna remember that um, um, Scott, I, can can we all get halt tattoos next to our Freddy Krueger yeah. tattoos that we're all we're gonna put it right here? Actually, I I kind of like that. I love halt. Yeah. I love I it. Do it. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'll forget. I've always I've always learned it. Um, if if you hate everyone, you're hungry. If everyone hates you, you're tired. That's also true. Yeah. I have to write that down on a piece of paper and metal that for a while. Get a like. Yeah. Yeah, and if you think about out. it, when you feel that way, that's probably yeah. what's going on. Okay. Um, Neil had a question for me. He did. I saw him. I was going to say, um, actually, it was more of a statement, but if you haven't seen Hoffa, which is a Danny DeVito-directed film, check that one out, um, because it's got some similar pieces of uh, cinematography and direction that this does. Like, oh. a lot of the a lot of uh, the special uses of the camera... And using shadows and and things like he does here, and you definitely can kind of get a, a same feeling. What do you call it? it cookies? Uh, a cookie? Yep, a cookie is a is a way to cast certain shadows and shapes, or shapes on a on a person or a wall in shadows is called a cookie. That's cool. I I was not familiar with that term. It's adorable and delicious. Yeah, I didn't invent it. I just <laughs> it's one of those things they taught me in film school. So. <laughs> But and you remembered it. You know, I mean, the director like, could have been like a, a really famous Muppet said, "It's good enough for me." <laughs> yeah, but you could have been saying, "This is a cookie, and this is called a cupcake, and then this is a short strawberry shortcake." And I, okay, I then we're going to start to get a little sus of your <laughs> right. knowledge, but that's you right. know, I like where we're going with it. So, of course, Neil brought up the the Nazis. The um, Nazis. That moment the is Nazis. so shocking, so hilarious. The reveal. Of like, oh my god. And it's like, that is so, that is so messed up that he did that to him. That was messed up, Rainbow. <laughs> it's kind of messed, but I remember, like I said, death, it was... Death the Smoochie, Edward Norton's second Nazi film. <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> Who said that? I said that That's a good one. That's a zinger. That's a nice knee slapper. That's a great one, yeah. That's a good one. Um, I was writing down some of the, like, you know, lines and stuff, because there's a few really good ones in there this one. And it's when he's driving him, or I think he's on the phone, he's telling him about the award Rainbow's false character is, and he says it's going to be presented by an orphan with mild asthma. <laughs> <laughs> oddly specific. Oddly specific. Yes. Just mild. Mild asthma. Just mild. Um, I just will say, just to, you know... For the record, I didn't appreciate some of the gay jokes, didn't age super well, but it was 2002. 
a lot of them did not age very well, but I actually, I I really like the way again, that uh, Edward Norton, you know, the way that he approaches it is actually really sweet. Like he's, he's reading Randolph to filth, but he's doing it in just the nicest, most genuine way. Like, yeah, you're, you're pretty messed up and you know, you have some complicated feelings with your sexuality maybe like it's just so nice and earnest that part part i loved because i loved uh rainbow's face he's like i do (laughs) (laughs) and i loved that because i feel well that's kind of jumping to the end a little bit but um i i really love how he uses kindness to to get to rainbow's heart and and then they become friends and they become allies and he helps him obviously rebuild his career and i think that's a really really sweet message especially because obviously rainbow did mess up um he actually says that to when one of the police asks him after the big climax he's like you okay he's like i don't know i'm kind of fucked up in general so it's hard to gauge (laughs) I, I wrote that down too because I love that, that is line. Not a, like, if that's, that's not like my favorite mood. line in the film. <laughs> that's a mood for our time. That is a mood for our time. Yeah. Well, but it also is kind of like you know he obviously has some issues. He's got some mental health things going on, and and that's not really something that was talked about in two thousand two. I mean, it was talked about, but not the same. Um, yeah. Not yeah, not not the same way that it is now. So. Uh, it would have been easy just to like get rid of him, cancel him, whatever. And but at least he has like a an arc of redemption, you know, when right. he comes yeah. out on the other yeah. side. Well, and part and of that too yeah, is because he's really he yeah he cares yeah well, yeah he, he you know yeah. he doesn't he kind of got got further away from it, but compared to all of these other you know children's entertainers, he actually really cares about the way the kids see him. Like he actually Rainbow does yeah yeah Rainbow does yeah. He like, I mean, he obviously cares about the kids. He kind of gets a little blindsided by the fame and the narcissism and the paycheck, but you can tell he actually likes the kids, and that's that's sweet. Oh, the uh, chameleon's water thing just turned on. So, <laughs> can we can we touch upon Catherine Keener? Yes, she has a pretty yes. substantial role in this film. Please, She's because great. she is amazing. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I love is. her. Yeah. She she is get out. a huge part of the film and her her chemistry with everybody in the film is outstanding. Like yeah. she comes yep. she's probably more than anybody else in the film 110% committed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um I I love her character. I love that she's jaded i love that she is a bit of a kids tv host groupie yes. like the most random thing to be um he does kind of <laughs> yeah. he does kind of um slut shame her a little bit which yeah. i was like yeah. rambo rambo take it down a notch rambo well, I, even Ram, rambo randolph whatever the hell his name is take it down take it down. even edward norton's a little taken aback by yeah. the you know the list yeah, but then has. he finally like kind of backs up and goes like all right, whatever. The funny know, part is that she is a kids entertainer groupie. That that's the right. funny yeah. part. That's the t- that's the that's the meat there. Some yeah. of the right. script writing didn't didn't age super well because it did come off as pretty slut shamey. 
where like the 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 funny part is that is who she was continuously sleeping with (laughs) right (laughs) the most random niche group of people one could one could conceive Um, she was just looking for her rickets oh my god rickets the hippo is that's a that's hilarious <laughs> rick i mean can't you just picture this like ugh, like john to see ball jointed hippo dancing around i just i i love it i love that um, so she's you know i mean obviously she's been in a ton of movies yes but yes. there's a lot from the probably i guess you'd say late 90s and the early to mid 2000s that she did where she kind of had a, a decent little pivotal, you know, supporting role. I mean, like a being John Malkovich or, yeah, you know, where, where she was in there quite a bit. So, I mean, she's definitely always played those great stalwart supporting roles that keep furthering the film. And I mean, she's great. And in, in, in she got that one film. I want you guys to see really bad that I want to watch with you called, <laughs> <laughs> called uh, Hamlet 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's in that. She's in yeah. Hamlet 2 as well. She's in she's that got, picture. Yeah. Absolutely, but um, she's well, always she's always oh, been a sorry. great actress. So no, and she was she was so she. It's funny because she starts out obviously she's you know fairly aggressive. We'll call her and her demeanor, and of she's course she's an she executive. Becomes, yeah, exactly. So, but then she you know warms up to Edward Norton and his you know whatever pristine <laughs> ways of yes. thinking, and yeah, I mean it's you know she's just, she's adorable. I mean she does a great yeah. job. The way she yeah. goes from you know the whatever the bastard executive to the yeah you know, the, basically the protagonist you know it's i mean it's great she does a great job and she kind of plays the straight man against these characters she does like, yes exactly. just like a really wry sarcastic she, sort of delivery very sarcastic very acerbic yeah. just like unfor- i mean yep unfortunately uh, their their argument in her office like get out no you get out is one of the hi- <laughs> one of the scene. highlights of the film for me and it's I don't know if it was intended to be, but it is just so beautifully performed. And she's yes. just, it's, it's brilliant. I agree. I, I, I love when she gets rid of him from the, from the meeting by throwing the frisbee out, out the door. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, it's okay. That also it. reminded me, that reminded me of another um, um, Danny DeVito directed movie, War of the Roses, where. Mm. Uh, good dark Catholic comedy. Ca- Kathleen Turner, Kathleen Turner throws a plate at at Michael Douglas, Michael and Douglas. like it's yeah. sort of like filmed the same way. So yeah, like, oh, I see you, Danny. I see you. <laughs> my my other my other I think maybe my only other Danny DeVito directed film I love is of course Matilda. Again, child child of the nineties. This comes as no surprise, right? I got I got to have my Matilda, um, and he does a great job in that film narrating that film directing that film <laughs> he totally captured the the book for me so danny mwah, chef, chef's kiss to you my man <laughs> and i love that he's he's found this new generation when he was on um sunny in philadelphia you know and it's just like the whole world deserves danny devito like he's a gift that keeps on giving um do the veto episode we should, man. You know, we kind of just did. Um, no, there's more. you think about throw Mama from the Train and yeah, his acting movies, not yeah. just Dancing his directing. The Stone. Magic yeah. the Stone, yeah. Another, another producer Scott jam right there. Oh, who doesn't Dancing love her Magic the Stone and love Dean Cundy? So 
So yeah. you got to do it. That's right. Um, one last thing about Kathleen Keener, too, is uh, talking about her roles like late 90s, early 2000s. It's one of the reasons um, I loved her casting in Get Out as well getting to be so evil and diabolical but then like she's also just like this sweet mom type and yeah she's just she's clearly just keeps getting better with age great actress yep um when smoochie comes out bedecked in american flags after the nazi scandal (laughs) it's just like that is like that's that's how you make the nazis go away there is like (laughs) I mean, ever since there's been people, there's been people getting, you know, quote unquote canceled, and then they have to do the apology tour. And, you know, there's like a formula to to this whole thing. And that's just like perfect with, you know, the flags and the sparklers. And yeah, it's perfect. Yep. <laughs> By the way, the eye show that he does <laughs> at the end of the movie. <laughs> with so the, dramatic. The opera, which is like, no kid would ever sit through that fucking show. No! <laughs> I'm just sitting there watching that going like, my kids would be like, can we go now? <laughs> they, they love the smoochie so much, they just, they don't care, I guess. But and it's, it's like, so yeah. dark because you have Moochie laying there dead in the middle of the ice. Yep. Oh, poor, oh, poor Moochie. Flying up to heaven. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and just, yeah, spinner. the little masks. Yeah, it's just... And there's so much glitter too. It's just, it's so weird. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We can't we can't leave without my my other favorite part, which is my stepdad. My stepdad's not mean. He's just adjusting. Oh my, <laughs> my god. Other note that I have. <laughs> I like cried during that that song. That was a great song. <laughs> Producer Scott's just cracking up. Can you sing it for us, Scott? You know the lyrics to that song? You need to learn it on the guitar, Scott. (laughs) I do. But my stepdad's just adjusting. (laughs) (laughs) And like being the second man in mom's life. (laughs) So messed up. (laughs) But then how's it end, though? It's like, but if Unless he's ever abusive, you you wrong. <laughs> what are the magic numbers? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And all the kids After he's just one finished one. a song yeah. about how abusive stepdad is. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Oh, tears. I have tears in my eyes. That song is so yeah. good. But the uh, very end of this film, though, when they're they're doing the ice show, the two of them together, and then they start dancing and floating through the air and doing yes. all their stuff. And then... Catherine Keener comes in and they're all three of them together. She's flying. Yes. Yes, They're all flying together. It was very, it was great. It was a great ending. It's it's like Peter Pan, like the stage show of of Peter Pan. You know, it's just like, oh, look at the magic and the majesty. And yep. Yeah. And we're all friends. And it's it's crazy because, you know, this this movie, I read it cost $50 million to make. And is that a lot or a little? Did you say five I'm zero? Out for that kind of film. Five zero. That's a lot. It's a 50, lot for that kind of film. It's probably all salary. <laughs> um, and it <laughs> its worldwide return was eight point three million. Yeah, I. You know, people weren't ready. People weren't ready. For people didn't go to the, go see this movie. Uh, no. I mean, myself, myself included. You know, I mean, yeah. not that I not that I would have paid for it, but you know, <laughs> even I didn't go see it for free. Um, <laughs> 
So I, I'm curious, <laughs> Caleb, because I I've never heard someone say that they like Death to Smoochie. It's a very polarizing film. Yeah. So I mean, why? Like, I can't see why people hate it. <laughs> Why, why do you no. think it's so polarizing for people? I think it was just a hard sell. I, th- I think it was just a really hard sell. It's an, it's an R-rated comedy about kids film. I mean, kids show hosts dressed, you know, up as a, as a, as a rhinoceros. And, <laughs> and a mean, rainbow man. In a rain- yeah. I, I, think I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I of, think when you're reading oh, yeah. reviews and you're like, Going through like, hey, what should we see this weekend? That's just not right. that's not what you pick. <laughs> I think I think people were also maybe in a little bit of like, you know, it was a hard sell to see Robin Williams gritty um for a lot of audiences. Um and I think Edward Norton was very gritty and it was a hard sell to see him <laughs> in like a comedy. Um yeah, and but then, I, I, yeah. I think. Hold on, I'm I'm pulling this up right now. Ninety. Jake wanted to so, walk on the keyboard. Um, he did. Robin Williams mm-hmm. in he did one hour photo, death to Smoochie, insomnia, like boom, boom, boom. I didn't you know, know that like, one hour photo was first. Like three. Well, that's when they were released. I, okay. I don't know. Who knows? Well, when they still, were filmed, I, I didn't realize you know? that it had come I mean, out first. Those are three like really dark kind of movies when you when you when you think about it. You know? Yeah, yeah, and I and I think all three of them were probably underperformed at the box office. Would be my guess too. Um, I don't know. We got to remember Insomnia how I, well it did. I, I don't remember how but. Insomnia did. It was like Christopher Nolan though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and good old Al Pacino, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Another cult show friend. <laughs> yeah i think i and, and then also just kind of like that i don't even know how they i don't remember from 2002 but I, I i can't imagine that they marketed it well i can't imagine that they were hitting the right notes to to get people in and it's a it's absurd comedy too uh, trailers it's from weird. that time period in general weren't super great so i can imagine that the trailers are probably not not um, yeah not really good for this film. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Neil brought up the dancing scene with Robin Williams, you know, but in the background, you can see the, the world trade center. Uh, one of the towers. So they were Dang. filming that like five months before September 11th, you know? Oh, and, and I know a lot of movies had a hard time finding the right audience around that period too, because right. people were all over the place emotionally yeah. and, with what they were seeing. Um, I'm really surprised that neither of any of you have brought up the penis cookies because I would have <laughs> thought that would have been a favorite among at least a few of you. You mean you're talking about what? Are you blind? It's a cock. It's not <laughs> a rocket. You sick fuck. It's a cock. Look, it's a cock and balls. Oh, a I'm dick. so glad you wrote this down. Rizzo and huevos. It's a big stiffy. It's a penis. <laughs> penis Maximus. A Willy. A Weenie. A Mr. Jiggle Daddy. A one-eyed wonder weasel. Don't you see that? It's a Jimmy and the Twins. Rumple foreskin. He made this. It's made from a dill dough. 
<laughs> you mean that that that, that quote? That cookie that quote? part. I I'm getting flashbacks to all the things that when we play FMK that Neil yes. brings up. I'm getting I'm trom I'm traumatized. And I swear hey, Kayla, all of it. That had was to it, have was been there a cream filling in that cookie? There probably was. Would that be? I don't know. They looked. Would they looked a little. A they looked filling? a little flat and burned. Honestly, no. <laughs> Caleb, don't answer oh, this. God. This is a trick question. I don't know. Caleb, Caleb, focus. Don't like answer I'm this. <laughs> oh, I will mute you, Neil. <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I knew you guys would like the rocket cookies. That that that's. That scene is so classic Robin Williams. I, I, it is. Yeah. I, I guarantee. I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I guarantee Stand you up. wrote that. Yeah. I guarantee that that, that is a hundred percent a Robin Williams joint, that whole monologue. Yes, right. absolutely. I love I that he agree. gets carried yeah. off by the yeah. security. Probably like, an oh, ad lib, even. Yeah. Like that's oh, how no, yeah. that guy was. <laughs> They probably had like one line in there and he just kept he kept going and going, going and going. Yeah. Yep. Another super, super dark moment that I wanted to say, my 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 closing thought is when um he's gonna <laughs> light himself on fire. Oh, yes. And the little girl comes and like saves him and then she just bounces and everybody just drops him for smoochie. <laughs> it's so sad. But it's very funny. Because he is. doesn't seem super committed to this pyrotechnic. So let's stop <laughs> and, uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, again, I don't think he has all of his mental facilities. No, he's, he's not, not well. You know, he just he just wants to be on screen. He wants to be loved. He wants to be seen. You know. Yes. You can really tell. I think Robin Williams did put some of his pain into that into that film. Um, ugh. I'm glad like I think you, he did with a lot of his the, movies. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad somebody brought up, I think it was, was it you, Neil, that brought up the HBO documentary? It's so good. Caleb did. so good. Caleb did, yeah. Yeah, it is wonderful. Yeah. I mean, sad, but wonderful. But an, a fitting uh, tribute. I just bring up the cream filling. Caleb brings up the smart <laughs> 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 Well, thank you so much for viewing one of my favorite films of all time. It is, I mean, it's a cult film. I I thought of this, like, when when Sandra first started doing this show, I was like, this this is a cult film. This is a film that they should do. And I'm so excited that, that it's finally happening. And That's, and like, Caleb- the only reason Scott, like, supported <laughs> me being on the cult show is he's like, maybe you can do a Death to Smoochie episode. Yes. And Sandra said... That cock Neil will never let him do this show. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I'm so glad that you, you liked it. And Neil, I'm incredibly surprised and delighted that you loved it. And I just want to give you a hug and we'll watch it again. If you're going to watch it again, watch it with me. Okay, let's do it. You, you won't I regret it. it. I, 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 I dance. I really do. He Scott, dances. Scott, I think I like it even more now. Just talking about it with you. Oh. So. <laughs> Good pick. Good pick. You just wouldn't let me have this, Caleb. You just wouldn't let me have it. <laughs> no, it's, That's what you get for calling him a trip. It went from a B minus to a B plus. How's That's that? pretty good, if you ask me. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Better than going the other way. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Went from Actually, a B no, but... minus to a D. Yeah. <laughs> so we we 
I mean, we all worked hard on last week's episode, but Scott had to go through a lot of, you know, bobbing and weaving <laughs> to make that all come together. So, yes. you know, it was kind of like an easy way to, Scott, you should get to pick the next episode because you worked hard on that. So, Thank, well, thank you. you. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. Those uh those I mean, this show is always um not easy for Neil to do the pre-recorded ones, for Scott to do the live ones, but live in the studio is definitely it's a different beast. So we're happy when we can do them, but they're they're a little more than asking. So Absolutely. Just a little little peek behind the curtain there at the culture. Well, all right, peek. chats. That is enough Scott. of me. Uh, I will no. I, I will, I will enough. see you all from the you other leave, side of the camera. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, you know what would be a good transition point to take us home is next week is Caleb's pick. <gasps> it's my so it, pick. So if all you right. want your homework, listen you guys up. Ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? We're doing a double ready. feature. Uh-oh. We're doing Love 1975's Rollerball. 1976's Logan's Run. Yes. Don't get confused like I did and think he said Thunderball. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that one. Rollerball. I have to watch two movies? Uh. Oh, no. I think they're both pretty short, aren't they? I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. I don't know. Caleb loves the double feature. He loves the double feature. I'm always going to rock the double feature, just so you guys. He's always going to rock that. Well, no, that's not it. true because I did Vampire's Kiss on its own. So he's almost always going to. Because you made me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people, is that it? Yeah, I think that's good. That's good. I call it a smooch. Let's call it. Let's call. It, let's get the fork and you know, stick it in. Ding. Poke. <laughs> All right. Step dad's not me. He's just adjusting. Hungry Pismo, Laura, Mindy, Dusty, Visions, Truth, Mark, Mike, the B. Pod from the 209. Hopefully, your daughter gets her job back soon. Help Todd. Todd. Is Macy still here? She may have checked out. Around. She's around. She's looking down the hallway. I won't say hi. We're doing it to her for us. Amazing. Amazing. And then uh, we got a Shanna Ray 85 by the way. Oh, hi, Shanna. Thank you. Oh, hey. oh that's, that's, my, that's mine. That's yours? One of yours? That's okay. mine. Yeah. Never mind, Shanna. Bye. Bye. The culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa. California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon.